before I left for Israel, I went, <coughs> excuse me, to the laundry to wash my clothes and prepare for my trip. And in that moment, rushing to prepare to leave, I ran into a stranger, a young man from Brazil. One moment, as he passed by doing DoorDash, as I was entering the laundry, one moment, brief conversation. I'm a little under the weather, so don't mind the cough. As a result of that one meeting, several breakfasts later, he's baptized in the Pacific Ocean, making a life-changing decision. Even though he had known of God, had never given God everything, never given God all of his life. And the Brazilian, who's only been here three months, gave his life fully to the Father, wanting to know the Word of God, asking questions, hungry, thirsty, Recognizing our paths crossed because of Adonai. You'll never manipulate God in over 45 years of ministry. Papa brings people across your path. Some of them will be faithful, some of them will not. Some of them will be a seesaw up and down like a wave of the sea. Some of them will be cheaters. Some of them will be traitors. And some of them, it only takes a few. Remember, God always took the few. Chose the whole nation, but didn't use the whole nation. Chose a whole family, but didn't use everyone in that family. Joseph, David. It's not a numbers game, as they say in the sales force. It's not a numbers game. God knows exactly who you are, exactly who he's going to use, exactly who's pure in heart, exactly who's humble, exactly. So you don't have to sweat the people you meet in life. God knows. God ordains it. The bad ones and the good ones. The faithful and the faithless. Jesus had a Judas. Everybody. You'll run into life. You'll have parents that love you and parents that don't. Children that obey you and children that don't. Ones that stay with you. Ones that don't. Ones that come and go. Ones that never come at all. You remember he preached and gave a message about eating his flesh and drinking his blood, a message that we would associate with 
the symbol of Passover or communion. And yet, 70 left him after hearing that. So, when you look at what's going on in Israel, don't worry, God has his guy. God always has a guy. Doesn't have to be two, doesn't have to be three, doesn't have to be four, just one. God can do with one, but man cannot do with one million. God's math is not man's math, it's from God's perspective. We're always grateful when young, new believers come to the Lord, rather in their teens or in their twenties, like the Brazilian, it doesn't matter. But very rarely do you find someone older, very rare, stubborn. They're too busy quoting rather than living. Well, you have to live it. Jewish woman today complained that I didn't speak Hebrew. The Torah says, blah, 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 blah. So too busy talking about what the Torah says instead of doing what the Torah says. Quoting scriptures and holding a Bible and wearing a cross and attending a church or a synagogue. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> If you want to get far from God, nothing will take you farther from God than all of the above, but living it. Faithful. Faithfully living it. But many of you mock God and abuse God. You can't walk straight for one hour, one month, one year, one decade. Imagine in a marriage. That's what abuse is like. I'm sorry. You're always sorry, and you go right back into beating up that woman again. I know. My father used to do that to my mother. Always abusing her and then saying he's sorry. Always abusing. She finally got to the point, I'm, a, I'm out. I can't take this anymore. And why should a woman take that anymore? So why should God take you in and out? In and out. Say you're going to do something, you don't do it. Say you, you love the Lord, you don't love him. In and out. The new disciple says to me, how do, I, how do I get to go deeper with God? What do I need to do? I said, read the, word, read the word. His next question was, what else? What do you mean, what else? Do you really want to know what else? I could absolutely barrage you with a bunch of what else's that you need to do. Why, you are just getting your footing. Let's start with baby steps. Read. And then he said, after I'm done training today, ah, now what do you want to bet? It's probably spending more time training than spending more time reading and praying after I get out of the gym, after I get out of Pilates, as soon as I get off, get out of my bike ride, as soon as I get off my surfboard. How long did you do, take a bike ride for? How long did you surf? Oh, why am I surfers? You know who you are in the water, two, four hours. You weren't meditating on God's word. See, 
That's not necessarily required for everyone, by the way. Not everyone. But those of you who spend an enormous amount of your time and other things, when it comes to the God things, he's on a schedule. You, you look at your watch. The Lord's on a schedule, and that's the way you are with your time. Well, you don't think about that when you're watching that four-hour movie, that six-hour concert, that hike, that hunting trip, that fishing trip, that mountain climbing trip. Oh, no. Oh, you're a backpack and stay in there. You'll do whatever. See, your time, your money, and who you hang out with. No one complains about spending money on weed, cannabis, cigarettes, alcohol, sex, and all a bunch of other stuff. But when it comes to God, you do. You take out loans for your homes, but not for the Lord. God help you. Don't be like my Jewish sister, quoting Torah, instead of practicing what she's quoting. Israel's got a long way to go. Got a long way to go. Don't make mockery of what the Lord has done. The most valuable thing you have is that Torah, that word <clears throat> in your heart. Think about it.